What's going on, everyone? My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you're listening to TED Talk Sports. And this episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. What's up, guys? So happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that good stuff. So for today, our episode is going to be focusing on the NFL playoffs and sort of a sort of a little prediction video and talking about the wild card round and picking the winners. And I think the way I'm going to do this is I think that every week I'm going to I'm going to do a new video. So I'll do you know the wild card, divisional, conference, and obviously the Super Bowl. So I think this will be really fun. Um, a, a little mini, a little mini series, and I think I don't know, it'll be a lot of fun to talk about it. So, the first game I wanted to talk about is the Tennessee Titans versus the New England Patriots, and in my opinion, I think this is going to be a blowout. I mean, look, I, I think it, with any sports, there's certain teams that are just, in my opinion, this is going to sound really harsh, but are just an absolute waste of space in the playoff bracket, right? I'm just I'm calling it how it is. I think the Tennessee Titans. Have no business being on the field with the New England Patriots. I think I think the Patriots are gonna absolutely obliterate them. I think they're gonna put on a clinic. Um, I think that is just gonna be too much for the Titans. I mean, if you're telling, I mean, you're asking Ryan Tannehill to go into Foxborough and steal a win from the New England Patriots. It's just not gonna happen, right? I mean, I, I give this about a zero percent chance. Um, I mean, the Titans should should have a an if possible a negative <laughs> percentage to win the Super Bowl. I mean, there's just no way this team is getting anywhere past the first round. Um, it, it, look, the Titans aren't a bad team, right? I mean, this this isn't as much, I guess, crap as I'm talking about the Titans. They aren't necessarily a bad team. I just think, I just think when your first matchup is against the Patriots in Foxborough, I think it's a tough game, right? I mean, look, people have been talking about Tom Brady, right? He's been slowing down in this Cliff game, which which has been true, right? Tom Brady has been slowing down a bit. I mean, you can't deny that. But even if Tom Brady doesn't have the best game of his, of his career, if he doesn't have a good game even, one, he's one of these great quarterbacks where he finds ways to win the game. And secondly, this dude has a stellar defense. He has a very, very good defense. So, I mean, even if Tom Brady's not at his best, I think he has enough talent around him uh, to win games. And we've seen him do that before. I mean, he, he won the Super Bowl last year playing like that. He didn't, have, he didn't necessarily kill it. Right, he didn't necessarily have a crazy game, but he has the pieces around him. He knows how to manage a game, and more importantly, he knows how to win games. And quite frankly, I, 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 if I were to take a bet, I would bet on the Patriots. I don't think it's going to be a close game. Um, but if the if the Titans are going to win the game, I think it's going to be through running. I think the Titans have a good offensive line. I think Derrick Henry's pretty good. But I, and and also to the remember the, the weather in New England, it's cold. It could be snowing. Um, so I think if if the Titans are to pull off this this upset I think it has to go through Derrick Henry there's just no other way I don't think Ryan Tannehill is gonna have the game of his career or or do enough to carry uh to propel the Titans over the Patriots so that's just my two cents but moving on so the other AFC wildcard game is the Buffalo Bills versus the Houston Texans um first and foremost every time I talk about the Bills I got to give a huge shout out to Bills Mafia because I, I know I talked about them in my other Buffalo Bills video, but they just have, if you haven't seen the Bills Mafia videos, just <laughs> pause this podcast and go watch, go, go on YouTube and look up Bills Mafia. They just, it's like the cool, it's like the best thing ever. Like, like, although the Bills aren't the best football team, like I would totally go to Buffalo to watch a football game just because it's like they have these videos and they, 
these people are like it's it's like WWE stuff. They're like jumping off of pickup trucks onto these like expandable tables and like breaking them and stuff like that. I think it's hilarious. Anyways, um, my Bills Moff my Bills Mafia bias aside, I do think that the Bills are gonna win this game. Um, I guess this would technically be considered a uh, an upset because the Bills are the wild card team here. But the Bills are a good football team. The, I think the Bills are a really good football team. Um, and, and it is tough to gauge, though, because the Bills are in an easier conference. Not a conference, a division. Well, actually, I, I think other than the, obviously, than the Patriots being in the division, I think the Bills are in a pretty easy, I mean, they're going, to, going up against the Jets and the Dolphins. I, I think that's a little bit easier than going up against the Titans and the Colts and the uh, and the Jaguars. So I, I would say that the Bills are in a little bit of an easier division than the Texans. But but to be honest, though, both these teams are in probably the two easiest divisions. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't forget the uh, NFC East. That's actually the easiest ones. But I think they're in the two easier divisions in the AFC. So it's really hard to tell because they don't go up against quality teams that often. Um, but the but the Bills, first and foremost, have a phenomenal defense, right? If the Bills are going to win this game, their defense is going to have to step up. Their um, the defense is going to be good. And the the Bills basically just took their blueprint from the 2017 Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know if you guys remember that team, but that was the team that went to the AFC Championship game against the New England Patriots, and they almost won. They almost won. Um, the only difference, though, is that that, that Jaguars team um, got most of their production on offense through running the football through Leonard Fournette. And this Bills offense, it's almost like they just like to have Josh Allen improvise um, and sometimes be a dual-threat quarterback, sometimes throw the ball to Cole Beasley. But it is a little it is a little frustrating, though. I mean, I'm not even a Bills fan, but, you know, the you have this you know quarterback, Josh Allen, who looks he looks pretty solid, right? I mean, I was doubting him, but he looks pretty solid. He's making some, some smart plays. Um, he's utilizing his size and his speed. To, to get first downs, but, you know, you have this quarterback, Josh Allen, but this dude has no help. <laughs> I mean, he has absolutely no help. I mean, if one of his best running backs is Frank Gore and his tough wide receiver is Cole Beasley, I mean, I don't think anyone, any of the skill position players on the Bills would necessarily start on other teams outside of obviously like the Bengals and the um, the Dolphins, but for the most, for, for contending teams, I don't think any of their skill position players would, would see the field. So it, he's really at a disadvantage here. Um, now for the Texans, obviously Deshaun Watson is a phenomenal quarterback. Um, they have J.J. Watt coming back, which I don't really think is going to make that much of a difference because this isn't like, what, 2013 J.J. Watt or 2014, whatever, whichever year he went ham, whichever period, time period he went, he went ham. But yeah, I don't know. I think, the, I think the, the Texans' defense isn't as good as what it used to be, what they're known for. Um, and I think the Bills' defense is going to cause a lot of problems for Deshaun Watson. And, you know, we saw Deshaun Watson struggle against teams like, you know, the Ravens. And I, I think I think he might struggle again. And for whatever reason, too, the Texans struggle a lot, a lot in the postseason. And, and there's something crazy. Like, they only have one playoff win in the past, like, 20 years or something. And that one playoff win, mind you, was against a Derek Carlos Raiders. And they had, oh, what is his name? Like, Daniel, oh, my God, some quarterback from Michigan State or whatever. They had their backup quarterback in that game. And, and I remember the Texans won, but anyways, I yeah I, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think it's going to be a low scoring game, and I think the Bills defense is going to cause a lot of problems for Deshaun Watson, so I'm I'm picking the Bills for that one. All right, so now we are on to the NFC, 
And the first game I want to talk about is the Minnesota Vikings visiting the New Orleans Saints. And, you know, first and foremost, the New Orleans is a tough place to play, right? I think we can all agree on that, right? New Orleans is a very tough place to play. Um, you have a very experienced quarterback um, in Drew Brees. And Drew Brees has a multitude of weapons on offense. I mean, he has Alvin Kamara. Um, he has Michael Thomas, who Michael Thomas had like 1,700 yards receiving, which is absolutely absurd. That's like some video game number. Like, that is insane. But anyways, though, so, you know, the and also, too, the Saints are a very well-coached team, um, very experienced, and they're hungry, right? I mean, they got robbed in the NFC Championship game last year, so they are very hungry. Um, they've worked very hard to get to this point. And, you know, you have a healthy Drew Brees. You know, it's, it's, you know he got hurt for a little bit, um, but, you know, he's looking, he's looking phenomenal. Him and, him and uh, Michael Thomas look great. And then you have the, the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I would have this game a lot closer if it was literally anybody except Kirk Cousins. Because, and this is just the thing, I mean, I know he's, he's stepped up a couple other times, but for the most part, Kirk Cousins isn't a big-time quarterback, right? I mean, a lot of times when Kirk Cousins is in these big moments in the playoffs, he doesn't necessarily perform to the best of his abilities. Um, I, I think he's an okay quarterback. And it's frustrating, too, because on paper, right, he's had a good season. And I think it's very unfair that a lot of the Minnesota Vikings, either the fan base or the analysts or whatever, he, he's the scapegoat for Minnesota. I mean, there's been a lot of games where he's been producing, and he's still the scapegoat for Minnesota. I mean, they went, they were, they went so hard on Kirk Cousins because, you know, he signed that big contract, and he wasn't necessarily performing, and, you know, everyone was on Kirk Cousins. I mean, I probably, there was the first, for the first few weeks of the season, I don't think I saw a quarterback's name more than Kirk Cousins. I mean, I... I realistically right there's just no way um but the thing is too is that Kirk Cousins he has a lot of weapons too he has a lot of weapons you know Stefan Diggs um I'm not sure if Adam Thielen's healthy if if Thielen's help if Thielen is healthy that's another weapon um Dalvin Cooks looked great and you know but if it's any other quarterback I just don't know how Kirk Cousins is going to perform in the in the big moments Right, and then look, they're both very similar teams. They have they have pretty solid defenses. They have a lot of weapons on the skill position players. But I think what what separates the two teams is that you have Drew Brees at quarterback versus Kirk Cousins, and I think that's going to make a big difference. Um, so I'm going to pick the Saints with this one. I think it would be a huge upset. Well, actually, no, it. Let me let me take that back. No, so I still I'm still picking the Saints, um, but I don't think it would necessarily be that ridiculous if the Vikings pulled off the upset, right? So I, I, I think, I, I, you know, I'm picking the Saints, but I don't think it'd be like, I wouldn't be totally shocked if the Vikings pulled off the win. Not as if, like, I, I'm telling you, the biggest, the biggest possible upset this whole in this whole playoff bracket would be the Titans upsetting the Patriots, which I said is not going to happen. But um, that'd be the much bigger upset. But that, that these are, you know, I wouldn't put them on the same scale. I think that the Vikings upsetting the Saints wouldn't be as big of a deal as crazy but you know we'll see but anyways yeah so so far i'm picking the saints patriots and texans sorry i know i'm rambling on uh i anyways so the last matchup we have to talk about is the seahawks versus the eagles and this is this has been one of those interesting seasons where you have a conference or not conference you have a division in football where all the teams are really bad <laughs> so, so you know, all these teams are really struggling, and yeah, and but one of them has to emerge on top and be the 
division leader or division champ and host a, a much better playoff team. So, yes, technically the Eagles are, are a higher seed than the Seahawks, but I think the Seahawks are a much better football team. Um, I think the Seahawks have been able to do a lot with Russell Wilson. And first of all, just having Russell Wilson as your quarterback, um, I mean, he's just able to improvise so well. Um, he has created a wonderful chemistry with DK Metcalf. Um, the only issue, though, I see with the Seattle Seahawks is with their running. I mean, with, with the way they run the football. Um, they have this committee with running backs. And to be quite honest, I'm not sure how that's going to translate in coming into the playoffs. Because for such a long time, Seattle, um, and yes, I know Marshall Lynch came out of retirement. But for such a long time, Seattle was able to get by with Mar- just Marshall Lynch at, the, at running back. Right, and he was he was the workhorse, and he was able to do all that stuff. Um, but they were never really able to make that trans- transition after Marshawn Lynch retired. And then, even though yes, technically Marshawn Lynch is back, I don't. You know, he's not the same Marshawn Lynch. He's like thirty four years old or something like that. So um, I think that that's the only thing that 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 concerns me with the Seahawks is that they might be a little one dimensional on offense. But overall, I mean, the Seahawks have a have a great defense, a very well coached team with Pete Carroll. And then you have the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, and the Eagles, uh, you know, you have Carson Wentz, who's looked okay. Um, and, you know, he's been able to step up in big moments. We've seen this Eagles team in the playoffs last few years. They won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I just really, you know, they, they've been really struggling against a lot of these better teams in the NFC. I mean, I, I, I just don't see the Eagles pulling this off. I think the, I think the Seahawks are going to be a little bit too much for them. Um, yeah, so my final predictions is going to be the Patriots, the Bills, the Saints, and the Seahawks winning. So we will we will see who emerges on top. I'm really excited to actually come back and see which ones I got right, which ones I got wrong. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Teddy Ragsag. This has been TED Talk Sports.